This podcast is sponsored by Wakunaga of America, makers of Kyolic Age Garlic Extract, Kyodophilus Probiotics, and Kyo Green Powdered Green Drain Mix, all natural, healthy solutions to support your whole body well-being. Wakunaga is celebrating their 50th anniversary this year. Wow, 50 years providing quality supplements backed by science. You can enter to win a year supply of your favorite Wakunaga brand by heading over to their website, wakunaga.com, and enter the 50th anniversary celebration sweepstakes. That's W-A-K-U-N-A-G-A.com. Good luck. Hi, I'm Andrea Donsky, founder of NaturallySavvy.com and co-host of our Naturally Savvy podcast. And I am Lisa Davis, MPH health educator, co-host of Naturally Savvy and author of the book, Clean Eating Dirty Sex Memoir Cookbook Healthy Lifestyle Guide. At Naturally Savvy, we are here to help you make healthier lifestyle choices. So we are so honored that you are tuning in to listen to our podcast on a weekly basis. And we are here to engage you, have fun, and help you live your healthiest lifestyle. Now, on to the show. Naturally Savvy Podcast is sponsored by Morphous for Menopause. I started learning about toxins because when I was a kid, my dad would get these headaches from women wearing perfume or from aftershave or from certain laundry detergent. Now, we didn't have a name for it uh, as a kid. I didn't know what it was, but I knew there was some chemicals. It was something that was making my dad not feel well. And as I've gotten more and more in the health field, I've learned more and more, especially here on Naturally Savvy, where we really like to educate our audience about toxins and somebody else who does an incredible job educating her audience. In fact, she has a whole incredible podcast devoted to it is a wonderful Megan Mickelson, MPH. She is a detox living strategist, a non-toxic makeup mentor, and an all around great person. Megan, so excited to have you on Naturally Savvy. Well, thank you, Lisa. I'm so excited to be here to share with your listeners. Yeah, it's great. You know, I was reading on your website and you have such a great website. I love this non-toxic living for crunchy wannabe moms, <laughs> detox by design, which is a podcast. You write on your wonderful website. I remember the overwhelm and the massive stress that came with the realization that my home was full of toxins. Okay. So when did you first figure this out, Megan? Gosh. So my daughter's, my oldest daughter now is 15, but I really started diving in when she was a baby. It was around the same time that BPA and all of the issues around BPA and plastics kind of, you know, reared its ugly head. And um, originally I just, you know, I, I started with the plastics and I got all of those out of my home and I stopped using those with my, with my daughter. But then I started being opened up to, my eyes started being opened up to just how many toxins we interact with every single day. And so um, it's been quite a while and it's just been my journey to start sharing it with others without them feeling overwhelmed. Because if you feel overwhelmed, then you're not going to make any changes. It's so interesting you say that. I have a friend and at first she was like, oh, I don't believe it. I'm like, what do you talk? What do you not believe? This there's science. What are you what are you talking about? And then she said, Well, no, I believe it. It's just it's just too much. But I don't want to give up the things that I have in my life. And I don't want to have to get special things. And I don't want to it's like, yeah, well, we're destroying the planet. So maybe we should, you know, and ourselves and our health. So maybe we need to take some steps. So how do you do that in a way that can get people to listen, but without being you're like, oh my God, alarmist, right? Right, right. Well, first of all, let's be honest. It's a lot easier just to think, oh, it's not going to impact me. You know, it's um, it's a lot easier. And, and sometimes it's even a lot cheaper to just 
go on with your conventional products and not even worry about it. Um, and so I've definitely been that influencer of friends too. When I first started before I had my podcast, trying to help them switch. I just actually did a podcast episode about how I didn't do it very well in the beginning <laughs> and how it really like made people want to push me away and not have a conversation because I was just doing it from a place of like, you need to change this right now. I can't believe that you're doing that, you know, just yep. not, not in a way to help them and convince them. And so that podcast episode kind of goes into some simple steps about how you can share with others without making them, you know, say, heck no, I'm not going to do that. Um, Because you can learn from my experience. But what I try to do, especially in my podcast and my emails and through my social media, is really just help you make one small change at a time. I'm not saying you need to go through your entire house and dump everything in the trash and spend you know, thousands of dollars swapping everything out. What I say is, you know, if you're running out of a lotion, the next time you buy a lotion, make a more informed decision about it. Absolutely. Now, I love that you have a detox by design, the home method, fully detox your home in six weeks without feeling overwhelmed. This is great. Procrastinating or busting your budget. So talk to us about this. What are we going to learn? What are we going to do? Take us through a bit about this. Yeah. So that's my online course that walks you through detoxing your home top to bottom again, without getting overwhelmed. And so the first part is really educating you about why you want to detox your home and opening your eyes to the different way, different ways that toxins are probably impacting your health and, and your family members. And then we go into how to actually decide what is healthy, what's not healthy in your home, and then what is healthy. And so I train you on how to read ingredient labels, figure out how to make better choices And then we go slowly through the house and we start in one room and we detox that one room. And then we go to the next room and we detox that room. So it's sort of like a personal organizer is coming to your house and instead of organizing, they're detoxing your home and you're just going little by little on your own pace, but you can have a fully detoxed home in six weeks. Wow, that's pretty incredible. Let's talk about the bathroom. I mean, I think we all have so many products. It's kind of an overwhelming thing if you tend to have a lot of different beauty products and skincare products and hair care products and the whole nine yards. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think um, the first place to start is just to go through and, you know, kind of, it's very Marie Kondo-like, you know, pick up one bottle and say, does this bring me joy? You know, and if it's a product that doesn't perform the way you like it, you want it to, or the ingredients aren't up to your personal ingredient standards, then it's time to get rid of it. Because when we have less things in our lives, we actually appreciate what we have more. And so you will actually, well, you'll feel less overwhelmed when you go to get ready in the morning, but then you also won't feel overwhelmed by all this stuff. Now, speaking of bathroom, let's talk about cleaning products. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I am a huge fan of, I always say Dr. Meyer, because I used to have a doctor named Dr. Meyer. I am going to just bust your, <laughs> you're going to be upset with me, but Mrs. Meyers isn't as safe as you think it is. Um, first of all, it's owned by Procter and Gamble. It's, um, it smells a, so good. well, and that's because it has artificial fragrance. <gasps> no, really? It does. And here's what really bugs me about Mrs. Myers and brands like it. So brands like this, we called green washers. And basically what they do 
is they pose as a brand that cares about your health, that wants you to choose healthier products. They use all these key terms like botanical and essential oils, but they also still use a lot of harmful ingredients in them. So when you look at a Mrs. Myers label, they often will say essential oils and in between multiple essential oils will be the term fragrance. Oh, I should have looked at that. Yeah, it makes it so that you um, that you really just you you skim over it because you're reading the ingredients and you're like, oh, that looks good, that looks good, but then fragrance pops out, and that's what you want to watch out for because fragrance can hold up to three thousand different chemicals. The term fragrance is proprietary, and really, um, these companies can sneak any sort of ingredient within the term fragrance. There's a lot of research that that will tell you about just how bad fragrance is, but unfortunately, Mrs. Myers. There is no Mrs. Myers, you know, she initially was um, the Mrs. Myers that um, was the the thought behind the brand was it was a woman who worked for um, a cleaning company. And she's like, I'm going to make this brand named Mrs. Myers after my, I think it was her mom or her aunt like that. But really, it was never intended to bring healthier um, products into the marketplace. It was actually intended to have a new marketing niche where they could charge more and get new customers. So it's so Megan can see my face, but we don't need those strong fragrances. Like I remember, I used to use Mrs. Myers, and if I put too much on my countertop, because I also was greenwashed by Mrs. Myers, I really liked the geranium scent. You know, if I put on too much on my countertops, I couldn't, I was coughing. I couldn't breathe, you know, and that's a perfect example of how, how strong these fragrances are. So you started with saying like old vinegar and water, and that's absolutely true. You know, you really can do a lot with making your own, but there's also great products out there. If you don't want to make your own that are safe that are small businesses that are, you know, made in the U.S. that are, you know, really supporting our local economy in good ways. And so um, that's why I am here. That's why I have my podcast to really help inform people about making the right choices and supporting the companies that are doing the right thing. Okay, so you've completely blown my mind. And I feel really dumb because I know better. But I'll be honest, I didn't read the fine print. Because if I had seen the word fragrance, I would have figured it out because we've been talking about that for years on the show. And I also used to do a show called Beauty Inside Out, which was all about clean beauty and clean living. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so disappointed. And the funny thing is when I would get the geranium scent, it would give me a little headache I just thought, oh, I guess geraniums aren't my thing or something. It's just really um, just uh, such a bummer. So why is it that a lot of the health food stores carry it? Like even independently owned health food, are they just full too? I mean, really, I mean, you know, I think that a lot of people aren't reading the ingredient label, honestly, and uh, people aren't as educated as we are. And so they don't know about fragrance being that bad. The other thing is, is that it's, it's really um, marketing you know, they've convinced not only the individual purchaser, they've also convinced these health food stores, including Whole Foods, that they create is safe. And they're making changes because people are starting to be aware oh, it's, it's impacting and they're making changes. But I still personally could not support that brand after like tricking us 
for decades. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. If you've ever never looked at who the big suppliers are of brands, I highly encourage you to just Google some of your favorite brands and Google who owns Aveda, who owns Estee Lauder, or well, Estee Lauder owns Aveda, but you know, who owns Mrs. Myers? And you know, your eyes will be open to um, how many of these smaller, green, eco-friendly, safe, toxin-free brands are really owned by a really large conglomeration of companies, corporations. So what are some of the companies you trust? I've heard seventh generation is for real. Yeah. Seventh generation is also, I think they got bought out um, a few years ago and they are owned by a large corporation as well. So um, I really like a brand named Meliora and I I actually have an online store where I kind of pull my favorite brands, the products that I use in my own home with my family and the, the, the brands that I've tried out and I know they work. So Meliora is one of my favorite brands. It's a very small woman owned company out of Chicago, um, but their products work really well. They have laundry detergent and stain fighters and um, hand soap. And, and also their packaging is incredibly eco-friendly. Um, I also like, um, like Mabel clean is another brand I'm doing. They're out of New York. So, you know, I, I've really, when I investigate the brands that I bring into my store, I'm looking for the highest performance and the most eco-friendly packaging. And in as many cases I, as I can, the smaller companies that are still independently owned. owned. All right. Now that's really helpful. All right. Let's move into the bedroom. I'm thinking about bedding mm-hmm. and our bed itself. Yeah. And what, what else is going on in there? Oh gosh, so much is going on in our in our bedroom. Um, first of all, our bedroom holds a lot of our clothes. And so when it comes to your clothes and your sheets, you want to make sure that you're using a toxin-free laundry and you're not using fabric softener and you're not using um, the fabric, um, the dryer sheets, which are one of the most toxic things in our homes. So you really want to make sure you're ditching those. Um, our clothes are on our body all day long. We sleep in our sheets. We wipe our bodies off with a towel. And as we know, our skin is our largest organ and a lot does get absorbed into our body. And so you do need to pay attention to your detergent and how you're washing your linens. Um, So, and then the linens, you know, you, you want to choose organic and, you know, if you can, Ecotex is a great certification that you'll see on fabrics. Um, And, you know, there's also just the dyes that they use in, in linens and clothing. So you want to pay attention to that. And then, of course, your mattress. I mean, mattresses can off-gas for many years. Um, I have a podcast interview with um, the owner of a organic mattress company. If you're interested, you can go back and listen to that podcast. But it can be it can be so helpful to switch out your mattress. If you struggle with migraines or um, ongoing asthma, you know, all of those you wouldn't even necessarily think about it, but you're laying on your bed for how many hours a day, you know, a good quarter of your day at least. So it really can impact your, your life. And then we get into furniture. Furniture also can off gas and be made with some pretty harmful toxins as well. So, you know, I, in my podcast, I really try not to overwhelm people. So just start small and don't get too worried about it, but just Every time you're like, let's say you do need to buy a new dresser, 
you know, that's when you would look into, you know, how can I choose a dresser that's more toxin free? I'm not saying go switch out all of your furniture. Um, but you know, when you make a home improvement at home, like let's say you're going to do new flooring, you want to look and see if the flooring you're choosing, like carpet often has a really hard, high off gassing issue. And so you just want to like look into what is more toxin free for whatever change you're making. Yeah. You know, in our, in our bedrooms, we have, we mentioned the clothes, you know, people who listen know I'm, I'm, I get the majority of my clothes are secondhand and there's a beautiful, right in my town, I'm lucky there's this upscale consignment shop and you can get anything you want. You can get super upscale couture. You can just get regular stuff. And I love that it's already been washed a lot and worn a lot. Uh, My husband was ordering these jeans that were so disgusting he finally was like, what am I doing? Because they, the formaldehyde smell was mm-hmm. brutal. And he would wash them and wash them and wash them and wash them. And they still smelled. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't working. Like these, they may fit you. We finally, you know, I finally found jeans. I love it. It's like, sorry, they're stinking up the house and they're not good for us. But yep. it's crazy. So yeah, people can get secondhand. It's such a good way to go. Yeah. I, I, I'm a big, I'm a big proponent of secondhand. I love it myself. Um, just because you get a variety of brands at different yeah. at better prices, like some really high end brands at different prices. And I like high end clothes because they fit better and the material is better. <laughs> um, so I'm, I love secondhand. So, and also a lot of times it's already, a lot of those toxins have already been washed out. And so they are a bit healthier and you're doing something better for the planet too. So it's always a good choice to do secondhand. It's absolutely true. So let's talk about the living room. That would be carpets furniture. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that I'm missing yeah. in there? Candles. Candles and room scents. A lot of people really love their candles. They like their plugins. And um, they feel, a lot of people feel that if you don't have a good scent, that your house isn't clean. And I always like to debunk that myth that truly clean means no scent at all. Um, If you're trying to use a scent to make your house feel fresher and cleaner, it means that you're just covering up whatever scent that is. And so you need to just do a little bit better job of removing the smells. And some ways that you can do that, if you have carpet, you can sprinkle baking soda on your carpet before you vacuum. You can also vacuum your furniture in a similar way with sprinkling baking soda on there. Um, You also can make a mixture of alcohol and water and and use it as a spray on any sort of fabrics. It helps get rid of smells. Um, because the alcohol helps absorb any smells. So that's one thing that um, a lot of people have in their living rooms that they don't realize how toxic they really are, especially candles with an artificial fragrance or even those reed diffusers that look like they're super natural and healthy. They really aren't. Oh, wow. Now you can get ones that use like real essential oils, right? And those ones are okay? But I encourage you to really read the ingredients. Oftentimes, um, these sort of products, they are not required to put their ingredient list on their label. So I had a girlfriend who is, she's like one of my crunchiest girlfriends. She's like, I just picked this up at Whole Foods. I love the scent. Do you think it's safe? And of course, the box had no ingredient label on it. So I had to do a little digging online. And even though it was sold at Whole Foods and it looks super green and healthy, it had fragrance in it. 
So you have to be really careful. Sometimes they do use essential oils, but then they still use fragrance or they'll call it a natural fragrance. Well, even natural fragrance, that word in in and of itself, itself is still not regulated. And so really it could be any sort of chemicals in there as well. Oh gosh. I know I go, I get so angry when I see those damn commercials where they're sitting in a room full of garbage and they spray the stuff. I mean, it's literally like what you just said, like you're just covering up. How do you not see? So like, I don't want to sit around and breathe in in phthalates. Right. Have, I have two dogs. Guess what? I'd rather have my house smell like dogs. How about we open our windows? I mean, right. you know, run a fan or something, but it's just, it's very discouraging because we're so brainwashed again. Mm-hmm. And that was so interesting. It's almost like, you know, I got a shampoo that doesn't have sodium lauryl, lauryl sulfate in it. Right? right. And my daughter's like, well, mom, there's no lather. And it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. but your hair's still getting clean I mean, this right. was years ago. But it's like, right. I think that's the thing of like, where's the lather? Where's the scent? Where's this? I'm not really clean. Like, how do we get away from that paradigm? Well, we just have been so conditioned in so many different ways. Um, For example, let's talk about bar soap versus liquid soap. I remember like when body wash came on the market, I I would guess it was probably like the late 80s, maybe early 90s. And I used to use a bar soap always because that's what we had in our house. And then all of a sudden, body wash became the new thing, right? Yeah. Well, first of all, body wash is just water mixed with soap. And because water needs preservatives in it, it actually has a lot more preservatives in it as well. And it's in a big plastic bottle. So can you imagine the world today, if we had never made that switch to body wash, how much less plastic would be around if we had just always used a bar soap? But today, most people haven't used a bar soap in their lives for probably multiple decades. You know, the whole, the cleanser, facial facial cleanser is now a liquid. Again, it's just soap mixed with water. Body wash is a huge industry. People just don't even know how to use a soap bar anymore, even though it is the most pure form the least preservatives, granted, many of them still have harmful fragrance in them, but it's one of the most simple and easiest things to change out in your routine. That's going to make a big difference if you go with toxin-free in your health, but also in just how much plastic you're putting into the world. That is so true. You know, my husband still loves bar soap, so I got to check his to make sure because Ivory says it's, you know, something, something pure. I don't know if it is or not. I don't like the smell though, to be honest, nothing against ivory unless they're putting crap in their soap. But when I go to the health food store now, I do see soaps, but now I'm suspicious. Just read the ingredient label, look for fragrance. You know, honestly, like when people ask me like, what should I look for? Fragrance is the number one thing I just say to look for because if it has fragrance in there, you don't want to use it at all, but also it likely has other bad ingredients in it too. So fragrance or natural fragrance You have to read the ingredient label, even if the front says scented with essential oils, you still need to read every single ingredient and make sure that there's no fragrance in there. Okay, that's so important. You know, I'm looking at the modules for your program and in the non-toxic basic, excuse me, toolkit, you have uh, learn how our environment affects our health, know the different ways we're exposed to toxins, understand why we should pay attention, 
uh, to what we use and buy. And then you have, which is great, module two, do the dirty work, label analysis. Learn how to read an ingredient label. Where do you think people go wrong? Like they're like, but I read it. It seemed fine. Is there something other than fragrance that they're missing? Or how do, what, what are some tips for reading labels? Well, I think a lot of us think if we read an ingredient label and there are super long words we can't pronounce, that it's got to be bad. But it's just not true. Plenty of those super long ingredients are fine for us. And so it's really deciphering what isn't, isn't okay. And what is okay. Because if you try and go to the just most pure ingredients, 100% made from food source, which some people do get that, that crunchy, um, oftentimes you're not going to be as happy with the product. And so you're going to convert back to your old conventional products. And so there really is this balance with finding products that, you can love that are toxin-free and safe and green and not just going to the extreme where you're finding like, God, none of this stuff works. I'm so disappointed. And then you just quit. You know, that's not my goal at all. I want you to find the products that you love that also are safe. Yeah. I think with food, especially if you're reading things and you're like, I don't know what the hell this says. I'm like, put it back. Right, you know, right. But it's interesting with the cleaning products. You also talk about learning red flag ingredients. So I mentioned phthalates when I was talking about like the room fresheners and the Mm plugins. We've talked about fragrance. What are some other red flag ingredients? Yeah, parabens are a red flag. Pegs are a red flag. Um, Personally, phenoxyethanol is something that I avoid as well. It's in a lot of natural products, but it actually can mimic a paraben. So that's called phenoxyethanol. You'll find it in a lot of more natural products. It's a preservative, um, but there are safer preservatives out there. And so when I see phenoxyethanol on a, on a label, I do, I choose not to use it myself. So those are a few, um, but really I teach that in my course. Really, I get in more deep into that. Oh, that's great. And then module three, let's get clean, detox your home step by step, take inventory of your products. I use the detox by design home method, go through your cleaning laundry and personal care. Now I got to look at my laundry detergent. Yes, I use one and I love it. And I I think the brand is Ecos. I'm like crossing my fingers because it has like a lemongrass scent. But now great. I I don't know. I am guessing I look you look. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well, Ecos is actually local to me and my husband went um, to their offices and he brought home some stuff for his work. He went to their offices and brought some home and I said, I read the ingredient label and I said, sorry, we're not going to oh. use this. Oh my gosh. See, I can't believe I've been greenwashed. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yep. You've been greenwashed. But you know what? Well, two things. One is these products are, you know, nine times out of 10, a bit better than Tide or, you know, even Dreft, which is a baby specific one. It's full of toxins. Um, But what irks me about it is that you probably are spending more money and you're putting more effort into choosing these products and they're tricking you. You know, they're just not really as safe as they say they are. And that is what is like, oh, it's just so annoying. So, but that's why I'm here. You know, that's opening up people's eyes to even if they think they're doing the, they're doing well, they're just not doing as well as they should be. And also they're supporting these companies that are tricking people. Okay. Dish soap. Yes. (laughs) Can you recommend a dish soap? Well, have you ever tried a bar dish soap? They have a bar dish soap? Yes. I'm going to show you one right here. Okay. So this is Meliora, that brand I was talking about. 
And um, this is lemon scented. It's naturally scented with essential oils. And it's this big bar. And first of all, the bar doesn't come in plastic. So you're not going to have a plastic bottle to throw away afterwards. Because as most people, most people think that they're throwing their plastics into recycling bin and they're actually not getting recycled because um, we used to send all of our plastics to China to recycle them. First of all, let's talk about the impact there about sending all the plastics to China. Um, but China has actually decided that they don't want to recycle our plastics anymore. So um, in many cases, if you in many districts or wherever you live, if you send off your plastics to get recycled, they probably aren't getting recycled. So we need to do our part to just stop buying more plastic. Right. And so a dish, I mean, have you ever thought about how many bottles of dish soap you go through? A lot. In a year? I mean, it's a lot. That's true. So here's a bar. It's packaged in paperboard, which is recyclable. And when this is gone, there's nothing left. There's no plastic to throw away. It's on my shop, so buy it from me. <laughs> M-E-L-I-O-R-A. Yeah, it has I will. in my store. Um, yeah, so, you know, when you use a bar dish soap, um, I can recommend a great um, scrubber. You basically just get the scrubber wet, you rub it on top of the bar, then you go and wash your dishes. I have found that this sudses more than a lot of the natural soaps. And when we were talking earlier about your daughter washing her hair and it's not sudsing, same thing um, with dish soap. A lot of people think that if it's not sudsing, it's not cleaning. But the truth is the suds are just uh, a surfactant. You know, we've been conditioned over all these years to think that suds equal clean, but it doesn't necessarily equal clean. But I do think this one suds better, which just makes people feel better. So right. anyway, I love the bar dish soap. Um, and it's it's one of those things where like you can feel good about being more green in your dishwashing routine when you choose that. So now what about for your dishwasher? Now I'm questioning all the Right. Products I've been using for that too. Right, right. So the best one that I have found, I have this in my store as well. It's from the Puracy brand. And um, I will say that those little pods, and I've even emailed Puracy about this, those tiny little pods are made of microplastics. So even though they say that they are, um, you know, they are better for the environment, but they still are putting microplastics into our water system, which is not good. And so I think we're just at this point where we're waiting for the technology to catch up to the demand. Um, but the Puracy ones, I think, are the best performing for the dishwasher and also have the safest ingredients. And, and again, I sell those in my store. Um, I really have very few options in my store. I don't have like four brands of dishwashing detergent. I only have one because it's the one that I have found works the best and also really performs. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. Cause I'm, now that I think about it, I used to get it, you know, dishwashing detergent in a box and I'd pour it in and then you start getting those little pods that are yeah. wrapped in plastic. But I always think, well, it's, you know, it's made by a brand that I believe in. Which right. Right. And, uh, you know, if you buy a new dishwasher now, they, they tell you you have to use the pods. They don't. Oh, they do? Yeah. it's. I think it's something with the way that they're making dishwashers now. And, I mean, they're all in cahoots, right? So 
you've really blown my mind, have blown my mind today. Now, when it comes to, I know we talked a little bit about beauty, but are there, there's another area where I'm thinking, to God, did my mascara fool me? Like, I love Pacifica. My fingers are crossed. Yeah. I love their cosmetics. I'm really hoping they're as good as they say, because I really like them. I like their creams yeah. and their shampoos and their mascaras and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that one that you know about? That is one that is definitely a lot better. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah. So um, they have like my daughters, they wanted a scented spray. I mean, they're teens, right? You know, yeah. in some ways I have to like give a little. Um, so I do let them use that. Um, I have not looked into who owns them though. I will do that after we chat because I'm curious about that. Um, I will say that I had a friend that brought Pacifica sunscreen on a, on a uh, vacation together. And, you know, the ingredients were good and she went to spray it on her and she just turned ghostly white. You know how that, how that happens with some sunscreens. Um, and that's just, I find that, you know, the reason why, again, why I have my store is because people get disappointed with the, the performance of products. And so even though the ingredients are good, they try something and it just doesn't live up to their standards. And I feel like in my life, I have found the perfect product for every purpose. I, for example, makeup and skincare, I've always loved makeup. When I was in middle school, I would be at the clinic counter trying all the new products. I love the free gifts with the little bags. And so makeup for me was one of um, the first switches I made. And I found, you know, super, super high performing makeup that is better than department store brands that also lives up to my ridiculously high safety standards. And so, you know, if there's a product out there, you're like, gosh, I am just continuing to be disappointed by foundation or, or whatever it is, I'm, I'm here to help you find the right products because I have done it myself. And again, when I say ridiculously high standards, I'm not, I'm not joking. I have really high standards when it comes to products and how they perform. Well, what is the makeup? Because your skin is glowing and beautiful. Oh, thank you. So I, um, I'm actually an advocate for the, the brand Crunchy, C-R-U-N-C-H-I. And, um, that's what crunchy actually gave me this platform. I first started sharing about crunchy and giving people tips on how to go more toxin free in a free Facebook group. Um, and then a friend was like, Megan, you know, you're giving all this free information away, but people just need a little bit more handholding. And so that's where my business started. And that's why I did the online course because people, even though there's free info here and there, you know, you can find it out on your own. Some people need just a little bit more assistance. And so that's where my business was born. But um, I'm actually really good friends with the founder of Crunchy and she was my toxin-free person that I would text all the time. And I'd say, gosh, I'm going to go buy some bare essentials. Is that good enough? And she'd like, she'd be like, well, Megan, it has, it has this in it, which does this to your body, you know? So she was always my toxin-free guru that I would reach out to. And then about six years ago, she said, I'm going to start a makeup company. And I thought, okay, what's that going to look like? And now it's turned into this, you know, growing and blooming business that has super high quality products the highest safety standards that I have found in the U.S. And um, they've been in Forbes and InStyle and lots of different, um, you know, mainstream media to really, you know, show how, um, how, safe that they're, how safe they are. Also, their packaging is 
super, super eco-friendly. And also it just performs like the best makeup you've ever used. Really? Wow. Okay. Oh, this is exciting. They have a lot of good stuff. I'm looking at their site now. And under body care, they have a body bar. Yes. Yeah. And the charcoal body bar is really popular with with guys because it's black. Um, You know, it's like super manly, but also the charcoal in it really helps with um, body odor. So it's a really excellent body bar. Oh, it's good that you mentioned that because, you know, I still haven't found a natural deodorant. Yes. That works. You have one that you can recommend? Yes, even that, for I have people? one in my store that has, um, it has some kaolin clay in it, which I think helps absorbs the moisture. Um, and, you know, different people have different body types. So, you know, deodorant is one of the hardest things. I love my deodorant that I have in my shop and a lot of my clients do as well. But the other thing I recommend is doing an armpit detox. And I have a post on that on my website as well. It's, um, it helps you, you know, really detox the armpits. It helps get rid of the smell, the smells. And if you do it like once every couple of weeks, it can make a big difference on underarm odor. You are so full of great information. And I'm looking now I'm looking in your store, your simple alchemy natural deodorant is sold out at the moment. Will you be getting more of that? Yes, in? I have order. It's on order right now. Oh, good. Okay. Yes. Um, oh my God. This little otter lip balm is so cute. Isn't it adorable? I know that's made in Georgia. The simple alchemy comes out of Oregon. Um, you know, so I, again, I'm trying to support these really small companies that are just doing really great biodegradable packaging, no plastics, that sort of thing. You know, and for people who are like, I'm addicted to my room spray, then they should try this Juniper Ridge Redwood Mist Room Spray. Yes, Tell us exactly. about that. That sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's it's it smells, you know, I live in the Northwest. So, you know, we when we think about how the scents you want in your home, we like to mimic the outdoors. And so it smells like you're, you know, walking through a, for- a fresh forest. So. Oh, that is so nice. And then I'm seeing you have this other brand, All Good. You've got sunscreens and hand sanitizers. That's really important. And you are right about the sunscreen. I mean, it is annoying that the mainstream brands just spray on so well. Yeah, and you get some of the natural ones, and it comes out so white and thick. It does. Even yeah. if it has clean, if it's clean, and you're like, well, yes. this kind of, I don't want, you know. This I know. Yeah, the all good cream um, is the best one that I found to not have that white cast with it. Um, and the thing about the sprays, though, like I have been in, on vacations with you know, let's say our family. So we have our daughters and then my sister-in-law <laughs> has had her kids um, using like the conventional sprays. Well, my kids often don't get a sunburned because, you know, those sprays aren't necessarily covering your body as well. And they're a chemical sunscreen that your body actually absorbs versus the um, the white, you know, the, the zinc sunscreens that actually sits on top of your body and it creates a barrier from the sun. And so I find that they work better and you can find ones that rub in better and don't give you that, that strong white color, you know, and the good thing about the white though, you know, once you get it rubbed in, it's not there anymore, but when you first put it on, you know where you missed a spot. And so you're not going to, you know, have a area that you missed and have a sunburn on. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. Another thing I haven't used for years is bleach. You have an oxygen brightener. 
plastic, excuse me, free bleach alternative. Tell us about this. This is also the Meliora. Yeah. So the oxygen miner is awesome. It does so many different things. One thing that it's really good at is if you have workout clothes or synthetics that have a certain smell that you can't get out, you know, those workout clothes, like they just kind of hold onto the sweat. You can soak your clothing with the oxygen brightener and there's a whole formula for it, but it really gets out that, that stink that even if you've washed it multiple times, it's not coming out. The oxygen brightener can get that out. If you do this soaking method, it also is really good for just adding to your regular lows to help brighten your clothes and just helps get them a little bit cleaner. And then um, it also is really good as a, as a cleanser for different things like the, if you have coffee cups and there's that ring that just won't come out, you can use the oxygen, oxygen brightener. It comes right out or cleaning um, your tub or things like that. It's pretty incredible. But I see that there's a laundry stain removal soap stick. Yeah. I also know. Really well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it does it? Okay. Really, really well. My daughter, I actually had a, a white sweatshirt and I had an old coffee stain on it. And I'm talking like this is just my sweatshirt hanging out at home. I don't really care about the stain, but I got the um, stain stick out and I'm like, I'm just going to try and see if this coffee stain will come out. I mean, this, this sweatshirt had gone through the wash probably at least five times and it still had that, that coffee stain. And basically what you do with the stain stick is you just get the fabric wet and then you get the end of the stain stick wet. And it's basically just a bar of soap that you can rub directly on the fabric and you just rub it in. This coffee stain came right out. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. That is. Oh, and you also have, you mentioned the Puracy natural dishwater detergent packs. Okay, I'm going to do a big shopping. I'm excited. There's so much great stuff. I mean, it's it's so important. And again, I, you, you really have blown my mind, Megan. I'm still in shock about Mrs. Myers. I'm like, what the? And I got a bunch of it upstairs because it was on sale recently. My mom always taught me, if there's something you use on you like a lot, get it if it's on sale. And now I'm right. like, damn it. <laughs> They fooled me. So yeah, it's good to look up who the, I guess the parent company or however you and whoever owns them is. Was there anything you wanted to add today? And definitely tell us how to find you and all your great stuff, but anything we might not have touched on? Yeah, I think the biggest thing just to know is that, um, you know, you have the opportunity to make small changes that can make a big difference and just do it one at a time. And at the same time, share with others, because, you know, my biggest vision is that we do better for this earth than we're currently doing. And, and if we can start sharing with others, then maybe more people will start doing better as well. So that's kind of it. But if you are really overwhelmed, you don't know where to start, definitely check out my course, the whole method. And then you also, if you just want to get some weekly tips, you can just go check out my, um, get my toxin-free swap guide. And that's at meganmickelson.com. And you can follow me on Instagram at the Megan Mickelson. That is awesome. Megan, this has been so enlightening. I've so enjoyed having you on Naturally Savvy. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. And we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy. And Lisa? At Lisa Davis MPH. Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time.